Yo, people, you know who it is. It's them know the drill, the know the drill, the know the drill. Hey. You hey. You know. You already know. Uh, you already know. Who is it? Oh, say bro, your name, man. Say bro, it. please. Let me. Uh, <coughs> I say need your name. Drum say roll. Name. I need the drum roll. I need the the common destiny. Say your name. Say your name. Most unguardable, below average basketball player ever. It's me. At your inconvenience, case. Big chimney. Big it's, chimney. You know what I'm saying? So, whole heap of smoke for anyone that wants it. Uh, and you know who I am, it's your boy N I L E Nile. Let's get it. You know it is. It's no the draw. It's pick up game podcast. Let's get it. But um, man, it's been was it two weeks of playoff games. Yeah. But like, it was getting, it was boiling up, boiling up, boiling up. But the last two days, um, I'm not sure if well, if you're if you're listening now, then you should have seen or heard about yeah. uh, the the moods below. Yeah. Really low still. NBA boycott, um, basically, just to give some backstory, um, there was another showing of police brutality to another um, black guy, um, black man, uh, Jacob Blake, um, where police, I don't even need to go into the details, but another sign of, I don't even know the word to say, because it was so, it was was so much, it was like, even talking about it, it's getting getting to me, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. The NBA players, starting with the Bucks and the Magic, decided to take a stand in the bubble. Um, they boycotted their game, which is unprecedented. You something we haven't seen before, which mm. led to the rest of the playoff playoff teams boycotting their games, mm. which then led to the so whole cool. of. The whole American League, um, every American League, um, major sports league in the um, in the country, decided to boycott to make a stand. Man, uh, we shouldn't mm. be still saying Black Lives Matter. Like, mm. shouldn't still be doing it. But mm. we commend the players for making a stand. So they hadn't, mm. they haven't played for the last two days, and at, at one point weren't going to play. But I've decided, yeah, mm. they decided to to play, but. It will be when and where the players feel that there's a like a, the necessary steps have been taken from the owners um, to finally try and make a change. Like the ho- the whole point of the bubble, and if you're looking at the games, there's a lot of wording. Black Lives Matters. The players have got um, different statements on their shirts. This is the whole reason they came to the bubble. Like it was to spread awareness, and we have to respect the players. Um, for making a stand, so that's the that's the, the shame of things the last few days. But let's focus on like the games before that, man, because there was a lot of amazing games, a lot of amazing performances. Um, yeah. What's been the highlight for you so far? No, no. Do you know what? Do you know what? I feel like we end on a on a high note. I yeah. Kind of start with the whole everything that's going on now, because I feel like being two black men, obviously in the UK. Yeah, like the fact that we feel so much of the pain in America is something that we have to discuss, and you can't. I don't want to feel like to our listeners that we're glossing over it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, cause you know, like you were saying, like it's another like, like there isn't a word low enough to describe 
the 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 transgression that the police committed to you know the man's name Jacob Blake you know like you know everyone yeah. should say their name you know in this instance he survived but I, um just as early as last night like around two a.m. in the morning I'm I'm told that he's well I'm not told but I've read that he's actually handcuffed to the bed after being shot seven times in the back walking oh, away I didn't even know that is this what I'm saying that's why I said it's good to go into these stuff like okay yeah so you know. And it's just funny, like, seeing, you know, uh, you know, some people get it. And then there's a lot of people where their tone doesn't, you know, like that guy, Jared Kushner. For anybody that doesn't know who Jared Kushner is, there is a TV series in um, on Netflix about uh, basically uh, Dirty Money. And he's got, like, a fascinating episode dedicated just to him. And he... Uh, and his um, relationship with Trump, and because basically yeah, he's yeah. Ivanka Trump's husband, and you know when you take his take was, oh, you know, NBA players are very fortunate that they can take a day off and protest. Yeah. So I want to kind of just speak on that quickly because yeah, go go on, course, go on, man. What he's saying basically, uh, there's a very racial undertone because he's basically saying, you black people over there, you're you're multi-millionaires. You're lucky. You're lucky. You live in America. This um, this country, America, that's so bad, has afforded to pay you millions just to dribble a ball. So why you're protesting, I don't understand. You know, and it's the little ways in which where they divide and conquer our, our community. You know, people have to be aware and awake to these things because that and that to me is why the NBA players are even more hacked off and they're probably even more like pissed off. Like, you know, so what we don't get to say to speak on issues that directly affect my people because yeah. I dribble a ball when I get paid multi-millions to do it. So, you know, again, I think this is what Kyrie was alluding to and, like, why play when there's so much that we need to be focusing right now and there's so much that we can do That's with our point. voices, uh, you know, with our voices now as opposed to going to play ball. But then from the other side, what you just said that I didn't realise is that at the same time playing, you actually constantly have to drive the message in people's faces that, this yeah. is a long going fight. Like this is not the new the new normals as people have been um been saying is to now at any point at any turn at any moment at any second fight for what you believe in. At any time it comes up, do not be scared because before you'd be silenced and you'd be um you know told that you're crazy. Chastis, not, yeah, like Chastis, yeah, yeah. So it's like now nah, you you don't have to hide and you don't have to 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 feel like you can't speak on these issues. You know so. Kudos to the um, NBA players that actually have a no strike clause in their contract and are still striking, you know. Yeah, um, and it's such and like a lot has been put in to to actually set up this bubble for them to be able to play. And you know they're still saying nah, it's not good enough because the more we play, the more people are going to think this is okay. So make the shot as you can. Like any anything that the NBA players feel like they should be doing to kick up a storm or raise awareness, they should do it. And that's just my take. And I feel like that should be the strongest message of today, that at the end of the day, those players are, you know, doing the right thing by not being tone deaf, reading the room. Because like you said, like, think about it. They're in a bubble. They can completely shut out from the world outside of that bubble and yeah. not have to care about anything. But they're not. They're still staying connected. And they're, and they're trying to make a stand within their own way. You know, so we heard MJ was the voice of reasoning. Because uh, being a player of NBA's caliber and being an owner, he can kind of see both sides and probably was the right person to 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 broker a deal. Yeah, it's a or talk. A truce. 
Yeah. But yeah, that's just my take. Um, I think it's really messed up how some people are like, hey, but you know, why UK? You 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 make millions, like I mean, and then you've got some people who are for it and Cong- um kudos to Kenny Kenny Digit Smith who walked off the set yeah. to be uh, and solidarity with the players and that was a very I think that was very telling for me because it's like he was probably just thinking the whole time before he came on set how can I support and you know from our being so thousands thousands miles away I feel like talking and starting there now is a way we can show support so when people listen to this they are going to fully lock in and taking notes that they probably didn't know themselves you know yeah man thanks for that okay thanks for no that problem. No we needed that that strong message yeah of course of course, and I feel I always feel like I can be stronger, strong in all my messages. But I think, um, you know, we are all looking for our own ways to fight currently what's happening. You yeah. know, uh, this is something that's been happening for years, but it seems that 2020, like, it's the year of revelation that like, everybody no longer doesn't want to kind of go through and live through this type of society. So, chairs, like, kudos to them. Let's all fight this together. We're all in this, it's all our fight. And it's not a fight. It's not just a black fight. It's everyone's fight. If you are someone who believes in injustice, period, then this is your fight as well, you know? Yeah. Not even to put you on the spot, because mm. what we're talking about and the seriousness of what we're talking about, but yeah. do you think if the players... I know the players have um, decided that they will continue, mm. but do you think if the players then decide that, you know what, this isn't working. Let's let's leave. Do you think that? Um, do you think that it will be the right decision, so to speak, if that makes sense? Um, because I feel like right, I feel that it's like a catch twenty two because they are promoting the message and promoting um, social injustice, etc., by being in the bubble and with all the different markings and mm. continually speaking, like having a spotlight on the NBA and all the interviews the players. Are making it well known their thoughts and etc for everything but then if they then leave do you think it could kind of like not reverse the effect they've had but it it might not be i, I can't even get the right words out but do you get what i'm trying to say yeah i think you're saying basically do if they do do if they don't damn if they do yeah if they do play um, I think this is, how, this is how I'll answer. If they do play, do they do... Because the thing is with now, and you probably agree, is that when some things have happened, they've made one big stand yeah, and always. they've just gone to play. The next, yeah, like, like, it's just... It's, you yeah, it off, yeah, yeah. It's almost like if they play, like, I'm sorry to those who don't care about it in America and whatnot. I think they have to ram it down their throats every other game. Like, it has yeah. to be a message every other game. I think then... You, you, you. The NBA themselves have to aggressively tackle the issue in the best way they can. Whether it's like going to rec centers and uh, renovating rec centers and putting yeah. some form of uh, uh, education in there in terms of being an agent or just playing basketball somewhere they can stay twenty four hours. I don't know programs in which where you are helping the community far yeah. more aggressively than you are because the NBA makes enough money and I'm sure they've got enough money in the bank yeah. to go and fix. Go and fix rec centers all over America, bro. That's thirty cities. Well, not thirty cities, but you, like you've got thirty billionaire owners. Yeah. Potentially, yeah, twenty twenty-five to thirty cities. Yeah. 
Um, do you know what I'm saying? Like, so they yeah. more more or less have the resources to do it. Yeah. But it's just like, what we see, what we saw with um, the NFL with the whole happening situation. We saw yeah. that when viewership dropped, the NFL started to say, let's like start to spend money in a sense, or, or even like even on the face, if even if they didn't, but let's like at least try to mm-hmm. appease the people kind of thing because what happened yeah. is because that's another thing did you know but it was on the same day they boycotted was mm. i think it was either two years or four, four years four years anniversary of kaepernick doing the um yeah, yeah so it's like it's, it's, crazy, it's, yeah, it's crazy how things work it's 100 it's and he started this he started that fight he lit the fire and you know like when we were studying black history in school yeah, Jesse Owens, is it Jesse Owens? Yeah, Jesse the, Owens from the Olympics. Yeah, yeah and and um, uh, I think I forget the other guy's name. Um, and we learned about Muhammad Ali, and we learned about all these people in yeah. twelve, in twenty years, thirty years, forty years time. Everyone will be learning about Colin Kaepernick. That that he's going to be the foundation of our generation in terms of the the, the black fight for equality. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be that person. And just to go back to your original question, like I said, it has to be. A message where you're not just going to do one big ceremony to say to, to support and then you just carry on playing. I think you have to break it down into sections and say, okay, cool, we're going to do a big ceremony pretty much every other um, playoff game and we're going to do visuals or we're going to, and then and then you come out and say, you pledge, not only pledge, you, you take action straight away. Yeah. You say, okay, cool, the worst affected area, you know, places in like New York and this and that, where they're probably, you know, that they've probably got rec centers that are on their last legs and basically yeah, just running because even like a little paint job or something. Yeah, yeah, but no, but I'm not talking paint job. I'm talking a full renovation. You yeah, yeah, I know what I mean, but I'm saying they at least hella equipment. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean, like hella equipment, all of that. And then if they don't play, like, not that it's. I don't think it's mad because I, I would still agree with their stance because at the end of the day, what is having the Lakers or the Bucks or Clippers winning a championship going to mean if yeah. people are still dying? What is it going to mean? Yeah, it's not going to mean anything. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because, and I feel like, again, going, to Le- going back to LeBron, um, for him to take such a stand, because it's actually come into a stance when he was playing out of this world now, because the first couple of games since he's been in the bubble, I think he's been very, very below standard, like, very he's got, yeah, he's got the last three games. He's been himself. Yeah, exactly. He's like he's like he's got his feet under his um, under him, and he's just he's just balling out. And it's like for him to kind of say, "Do you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to do the playoffs anymore. I just want to go and fight for yeah. social equality." I think it's a big thing, you know. Yeah. So I think that's more of a a ripple effect as opposed to staying there to play. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We'll, we'll see like how things go because. What what I would what I'd want to happen like when they initially said that they um weren't gonna play anymore like, mm. and actually being a fan you was like thinking oh like what was gonna happen kind of thing but then like, the bigger effect is that yo mm. like players are standing up for something but like a big change but needs to happen mm-hmm. at the same time I was thinking that. I don't want this to be like a what do you call it like a, like you said like a stop start thing like mm-hmm. like in a couple of weeks something happens and then it's like the boy quitting again for a day then it's like mm-hmm. it has to be like a consistent thing so if they're gonna play like I'd rather them just stop playing uh. and then just go do their thing 
because like I don't want it to keep stopping and starting and we're kind of like it's because I don't want it to them to lose their power if you get what I mean yeah yeah like, they keep stopping and starting they're gonna lose like, I, I think gonna... I think uh, do you know what? sorry to cut you off but I think where everything's so unprecedented yeah so yeah. where this up start you go from you just go from a, a best out of seven to a best out of five yeah, narrow it down. It just needs to. It just needs to end, like. Yeah, it, it, I think that's the thing because I think what they're looking at is the timeline because I don't know if they're waiting for the playoffs to finish before they do the draft, and then do the yeah. off season, and then they'll be back because I, I think that's what their worry is. They just really want to get the season over and done with, and then start worrying about next season. But for me, it's just if you're going to play, play, yeah. But at the same time, and that's why I'm saying it makes more sense. I would understand if they not makes more sense, but I would understand if they stopped because the way America is set up, it's not crazy to think that within next week, uh, a, a, a black woman, let's say, and yeah, like it's... Would. but do you know what I mean? Someone being shot in front of their kids again in a very mad way, do you get it? It's not crazy to think that's gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's not. It would you wouldn't be surprised at mm. all. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's mm. America is just a crazy place, man. As much as we love it, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed mm-hmm. the ground up yeah but yeah so hopefully hopefully like we can i don't want to keep banging this message but we have to keep banging it mm-hmm. that like things need to change yeah, you know, ASAP, like, ASAP. and and yeah. you shouldn't be apologizing for you don't have to keep banging the message because we we should keep banging the message yeah bro. you know what i mean like <laughs> it's a lifestyle now it's i know that but it's just quick the reason i say that is because that like, the key word is 2020, and it's like, mm. bro, like, this has been happening for years, years for years, and it's like, bro, like, we can't continue for this to keep happening, and, like, they're seeing this, man. I know we're in the UK, and people might be like, oh, it's not your country, but yo, man, we're, we're a human race, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, we need equality across the board. Like, people shouldn't be... I know the internet now it's easy to see anything, but we shouldn't mm. be, we shouldn't have to see or even hear about those kind of things. Mm. But, boy, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like you said, like you said, we do, we do have to bang on the message. It's no longer just like a, a moment. Because remember, before everyone was doing it in moments, yeah. and when things happen, but now it's fully, <coughs> pardon me, it's fully a, a lifestyle. It's a yes. lifestyle. Yes, this, this, it is. This fight for change is a lifestyle forget you know but um kind of i'm kind of glad we kind of got our views off in that you know for the little uh time we have left you know focusing on what we did see in the basketball i think we did see some very good playoff basketball um i think we were right and some teams are just probably mentally not there and couldn't cope. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah uh, like um let's even start the magic oh the magic's still there but the magic we could like they, they, ironically, they won the first seed. They won the first game. Yeah, I won't really go for them. It's the Nets, I would say, but that's probably down to player personnel as much as anything. But they got swept. But go on. Yeah, now nah, the, the Magic, I think, they won the game one, but they were always going to get swept. They were always going to lose. So they're, they're down three. Um, yeah, like you said, the Nets got swept. The Sixers got swept, but I think the, the Ben Simmons, that's the reason they got swept. But they were I, we had the Celtics to win that, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I just think the Ben Simmons thing was a big, was loss. A big, um, big loss. They lost their best player in a sense, um, and then effectively the coach lost his job. 
So rightfully so. Right, rightfully so. He had a he's had a long time. He had a good run. But... Yeah, bro. He's had he's like I think the reason why I agree with the sacking is because uh, through the, he was there when times were really 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 bad and he didn't really get to coach. Yeah. And I feel like the last four years or so was the they've paid him back with the time. Like now you've got a team through something. And even I think last it's year, funny made if you remember the first year they made the playoffs. You know when um the year uh, two would have been two years ago. Yeah, the first year the, 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 the year Embiid came. The year yeah. Came back. yeah, yeah, that that Rick. Because remember, they won like they went on a crazy run. They won like I think the last. 10 or 12 games of the season and then mm. going into the playoffs they got to the second round um, so I think off of that we thought like Sixers were going to go on mm. but then la- last year and last year give them the benefit of the doubt they lost they lost in a game 7 against the um, that Kawhi 4 bounce shot mm. and then this year it just was adding in now Horford didn't work they lost JJ Reddick um, Tobias Harris didn't fit um, mm. Ben Simmons Hasn't played amazing, basically. Yeah. Ben Simmons is he a PF? Is he a, is he a point guard? Um, MB just looked unhealthy all year. Mm. And then it's funny because I saw something yesterday where Cantor said basically, I don't know if he's being serious or not, but he, so his whole strategy was to make MB tired and then they just they win the game straight after mm. that. Mm. I don't know if he's just being Cantor, but mm. yeah, that, that was just. Sixers, I don't know. Do they trade Simmons? Do they, they keep Embiid? Who do they trade? I mean, I think if you're going to get a new coach in, you give him the chance to work with that duo until it's for at least a year. Because You think he can wait a year? Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's no need to trade them right now because I don't see... like who, I don't know. Personally, I feel like how do you judge him by his how good he is if the two best players, you're going to trade one of them and then tell him to build a whole new team? Like It doesn't make sense. I feel like you keep both of them again, they both, um, and then see what happens in their first year. And in the second year, definitely trade one of them. And then the coach can get at least that way he can buy himself some time. Because if you do everything now, it's like, how do you judge him on his performance as a coach? Like, Brett Brown should go. Because, like, even you, you even said it last year. Last year, he had Jimmy Butler, he had Tobias Harris, you had JJ Reddick, you had uh, Ben Simmons, and you had Embiid. That's a killer starting five. Killer. Not saying that the Raptors didn't deserve to beat them, but it went to a game seven, and it's like it's one of them games you lost in it, and it's like from there everyone's kind of expecting you to go back to the finals because the Raptors weren't supposed to be this good, and yeah, you wasn't you wasn't supposed to be seeded so low, so you wasn't meant to play the Celtics, and you know what I mean, and all this stuff yeah. like that, it's all that stuff. So yeah, Brett Brown had to go, and I feel like if you get a new coach in, I think it's only fair that he at least has some time with Joe Embiid and. Uh, and Ben Simmons because he may be able to get them to work in a system that Brett Brown couldn't get them to work in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get what you mean, but I just, I, for me, I just think that they need to somehow get Horford out of the team because um, he just, I don't think he wants to be there. And uh-huh. to do that, he's got a big contract. You're gonna have to trade one of the two. And I personally believe, but for the Sixers to go to the next level, that. Uh-huh. Simmons needs the team. He needs to have everything. Like he can't have forty percent or fifty percent of the team. He needs to have like the whole team. And I think he's the one. I think Embiid. Embiid is um. I think his window ain't as long as Simmons. So I I don't know. I try and 
I'll trade Embiid and try and get like a Booker. Um, there's some, some like um, I saw, I saw something where like someone on the internet on Twitter actually they did like you know you can do like your own trades and it yeah. tells you like good or bad. Uh-huh. They did one year where like somehow, some way the the Sixers got Middleton. And I thought right, that right. would that wouldn't be a bad like because he's a shooter, isn't it? Uh-huh. If you can get like Simmons, imagine you got a Booker, you got a Middleton. I don't know how it'd work because of contracts and stuff like that, but something along those lines. But another coach who lost his job was the Pacers um, coach Nate McMillan, which I think that was a shame that's because far, far. because he, he's had two years of his two best stars being injured all the time, mm-hmm. like, and I think. The uh, the way the the Heat are built right now, like the Heat to me, I see them going to the playoffs. You know, the actual finals. Like if I'm being honest, because as in, like, the championship, I can see them going conference finals and grinding somehow through whoever they play and get into the actual NBA finals. Mm. Because I don't know, I don't know if they've got the smoke for Bucks. I I can see the oh. Bucks doing. They're grit and grind, though. You know, they're like the old school. Like I don't even know if you remember. The Detroit Pistons, man, like mm. I can see them getting to the conference finals, though. Uh, that, that's really yeah, cool. but they, they got Celtic next, no? Do they play Celtic? If they no, no, they, they play the who do they play next? They got the um, they got um, Bucks. The, the Bucks, yeah, no, they don't be Bucks, <laughs> no, nah. boy. I, I know the Bucks are the Bucks, but. That's the kind of team that's the kind of team the Bucks don't want to play a team that's. Look like literally, they got three out of five of the good defenders because you got Crowder, Butler, and Bam, who are all dope defenders. Mm. They're all kind of long and athletic, in a sense. They all can switch. Like they, the, the the Heat have like a weird style because they they have no style, which is a weird style because you mm. don't have mm. an outlet to go through. Like Bam, Bam might build it. Butler might build it. Dragic might build it. Like they have so many different playmakers, and they've got shooters, and they've got like decent shooters. Like so they can match the they can match the box to shoot. Tyler and Duncan are good shooters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, so it's it's a weird it's a weird um that that series might be a good one actually. Um, so that's in the East. Let's go out west for a bit. Um, mm. we've seen a big series between Utah and Denver. Two big. Right. Performances from Mitchell and Murray on each side. Um, I think I think I'm not sure. I think I think I said Denver and you said Utah, if I remember. Yeah, I said Utah. Yeah, I said. Utah. Yeah, man. So like Utah's free to what right now? No, 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 no. I said Denver. You said Utah. Did I say that? Yeah, I just remember yeah, yeah. saying about the two, the two, two man punch. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you said you said Rudy Gobert and Mitchell's a better thing than I said. Oh, but the Denver Nuggets have more talent on the team. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So. They're free to up, but I'm not gonna lie. Like that's been the one of the better series so far, probably. Because mm. literally, Mitchell's done something, but like no one's done other than Michael Jordan and one other player, which he scored 57 points game one. They lost that. Then he comes out, gets 30. They win that. 20 comfortably win that. 51. Yeah, yeah. And then 30. You got 30 in a loss. But then Murray's been crazy as well because he started with 36. He killed he killed uh, Mitchell in the fourth quarter of the first game. Yeah. He had 14 and 12 in the next two games. Like the Denver just they weren't in those games, but then Nah man, they weren't there at all. Like even have you seen like the little clips where they're just sitting there and they're saying, Oh, 
the mood after uh, a loss, like it became a meme basically, and yeah, all yeah. of them were just sitting there straight faced. Yeah, they weren't in it, but then Murray comes back the last two games that they lost game four, but he gets 50, but then game five gets 42. So it's kind of like on edge. Can the, can the, do you think the Nuggets can win the next two games? Uh, not the way Mitchell's been playing, you know, bro. Like, it, it, on paper, that's what it looks like right now. Or, or the eye test would tell you, nah, that for them to win another two games back-to-back, they all have to have crazy games. So I think the York, um, Jokic has been quite disappointing. He was good game one, but every other game he's kind of been non-existent, even though he did hit, hit a big shot in yeah. the victory in um, game, five. game five. But at the same time, it's like, for for them to do really well, I think Jokic has to get has to be getting 20 points. He, he, he can't be getting dominated by Gobert. Like, he has yeah, to, be, yeah, has to yeah. pull him out of the paint, pull mm. him out of the paint and just go, like, he has to use his moves, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to give it to him. He's got to give, he has to get 20 plus points and at least, at least 12 rebounds. And obviously, the assist, he, he gets that anyway, but he just has to have, he has to be more of a presence. And last year, if you remember, when they were winning, he was taking the big shots. He was playing. He was getting triple doubles. He was like, yeah, doing the business. He was, he was the Batman, but just right now he's like not even the Robin right now. Do you yeah, no, no, no. It's probably a uh, he's a Teen Titan right now. <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? But I think if for them to win two games, they have to have big performances across the board, and you know, even production from MJP, MPJ. Um, He's been uh, poor on defense, though. Yeah, 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 and and he get, but he gets he gets up, he gets points. He's still young, though. For, he's his first rule, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I feel like um, in I don't know during the season they during the latter in the season they were using Bobo a lot, and he was getting points. So I don't know why they haven't really introduced him in the playoff setting yet. So I don't know. I think it's a similar situation to um. Oh, what's uh, I forget his name now. The number one pick. Who's the guy? Oh, he's at the Magic. How can I forget his name? Fox, Marco Fox, Marco Fox. I think it's Marco like Fultz. that where um, Philly just didn't play him in the playoffs after mm. he ended the season all right, and then mm. they just never played him. I think it's just that man. I think they just because I remember he was injury prone. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Why he was yeah. in the G League, so maybe it's that. But mm. he could be an X factor. You never know. There's no harm in playing him. Like, yeah, yeah. But, um, I want to go that- back. Sorry, like real quick, sorry before you go. It's like like ten points from him could make a difference. You know what I mean? Like in twelve minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can get ten points. Like, he's, not on, he's not on the scout report, so mm. like his impact could be invaluable, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You never know, innit? But yeah. um, I want to switch gears to something we spoke about when we were talking about this whole pandemic, no, not pandemic, but the whole bubble. Mm. But yeah. okay, we spoke about how mental health would affect the players, and yeah, I want to bring up one particular guy. Um, Got two nicknames right now. Uh, one is Playoff P, and uh, the other one's Pandemic P. <laughs> don't know if, if the viewers might, the listeners, I should say, will know who we're talking about. It's Paul George. Mm. He went. He's had the Jekyll and Hyde of playoff series of in history. Like we've never seen. No, he didn't like, last year. He didn't last year. Oh, he, he no, nah, he wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad. No, but he did have a game where he scored like seven points or something like that, though. But yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, he did. But, bro, this guy went from game one, 27, the, um, the Clippers, the, like, to give the series, I want to give the whole the series, a, like, a lot of colour, basically. Mm. So, basically, this series has been weird because you've got the Clippers versus the Mavs. Um, and, obviously, the Clippers is the favourite to get to the, fight, the um, conference finals, if not win the whole thing. Mm. But 
the Mavs, we know about their talent. We know about Luka Doncic. We know about KP. Mm-hmm. But if you're just being, if we're keeping it real, the Mavs have been the better team, I would say, over yeah. the five yeah. games. But yeah. better coached as well. But in each game, there's something that's happened. Game one, KP gets ejected. Then the Clippers take over that game. They win it comfortably. Game two, everybody's fit. Clippers, they're not even in the contents. The, the Mavs basically led the whole game. Game three, Luka has an ankle injury. Mm. The Clippers comfortably win that in the end. Big game four. Big, 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 big game four. The Clippers comfortably up 27 points. Thinking, yeah, this is it. They're going to go 3-1 up. The Mavs, through Luka Doncic, 43-point triple double, come all the way back. All the way back. Yeah. They send it to OT, and then Luka hits the game winner, three, gets two Mike Green bangs, which don't happen to anybody. Mm. Um, and they win that game, 2-2. Game five, there's no KP, and then the Clippers win that one. So it's like, that's just, I'm just giving uh, everybody a bit of context. Mm-hmm. So each of those games, yeah, the Mavs, something's happened to them, whether it's been an ejection or an injury. Yeah. In this time, the Clippers have been oh, still trying to figure things out. Yeah. But going back to my original point, Paul George has been MIA. Yeah. But he's only shown up in games one and five. Can you talk about where this guy's been? What has happened to him? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I personally feel it's one of those things where it's probably just down to like poor performance. Yeah, because yeah. if you look at the game they lost when Luca hit the last winning shot, he game scored four. seven points. He was zero from 11. From, Bruv, from, he couldn't uh, hit a layup. He ran to the layup line and he just slapped, he tried to like. I don't even know where the ball went, but it didn't go in. Yeah, but this is it. So, I just think it's just down to poor performance and probably, like, the whole being in a bubble mentally is just, I don't know, being in the same place and same space. And some people Doing find it hard to lock in. Yeah, every day. And for, I can't lie, the last two, that, those middle games, game five, two, two, game, two, game five and four, he was taking the piss. Like, he was... Oh, three three, 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 he got, like, seven four. points. He got seven and nine points respectively in both yeah. games. Games three and four. You're talking games three and four. Yeah, games three and four. He was taking the piss. He was taking the piss. <laughs> in terms of his production and like because Kawhi, you look at Kawhi's numbers. He's, he's always got 25, 30 early. Kawhi's like averaging, I think, twenty nine. I think. Yeah, but this is it. So how you know you can give that type of production forward and you know like you're 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 the one that's gone from team to team now. You you can't. Yeah blame anyone else but yourself for that type of performance so I think it might just be the pandemic hit him hard and he's just not producing at all but he, he came big because they combined for 67 points in the last, in, um, the last game and he, he got the 30 so it's like if them two, them two get their point then yeah, yeah like, they pretty much most we, of the time they're going to win yeah that's what we expect if them two play good they win as simple as that like why mm. can't do it by himself like unfortunately because the way that like you said something literally when we started this topic, which was really good. You mm. said Mavs have had better coaching because initially, mm. I'm gonna be honest, like I, I was when I was before like the the last couple of days after Game Four, like I literally wanted to roast Doc Rivers mm. like, because 
bro, the guy had Lob City, yeah? He couldn't mm. get that to, them to a final. Mm-hmm. Like, not even a conference finals. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't do Round two. That. Every every year, round two, round two, round yeah. two. Yeah. This time, he has Kawhi and Paul George. He has Lou Will off the bench. Like, he's got a squad, man. Like, name it to Cap, Stephen, Stephen A. Smith's word, but, like, he's got a squad in it. Mm. And he could not he could not get a team which had a 27-point lead to close out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. The guy, like, what is happening? Like, he needs, like, as a coach, he needs to somehow convince these players, but the the, the game ain't won yet. Like, yeah. all of his teams, even going back to Love City, there was, like, always an overconfidence. Like, these players, have, have, Kawhi's won something, but none of these players have won something. A lot of these men are journeymen. Like, they're, like, looking for a home. Like, who's out of the who's been there more than two seasons or three yeah, seasons yeah. like no one like literally all their guys have been p- guys who's played for like four or five teams yeah, you know yeah. so like the Clippers I, like, I, I the way you're saying basically as a coach for his stature and the way people load him he should be doing far better much like, uh, and like, he's been and like if anyone has been given the leeway or not even leeway but if anyone's been given time like he has been given oh. ample amount of time Bro, so, chances after chance. So, like, he has to... It's, this one is it's finals or nothing. You know what I mean? Like, you have too much talent. You've you've been backed. There's no excuse, really, in it. Like, there's very little excuse to say, oh, oh we didn't make the finals. Imagine you gave Popovich also, this also, kind of talent. Also, I don't think... I think, OK, everyone knew Luca's a problem, but we didn't think that it was going to be this close to the point where people were saying, yeah, Mavs are favourite for game five. five. You know, obviously that thing come back and win. LA, LA come back. The Clippers come back and win, but then like it's like oh, so game six might swing. Mavs win. Right. It's like yeah, it like, it's, it's, it's home court advice right now. If there was a home court, it's game to game. Like mm. you know what I'm saying, it's literally that. Luke has been crazy. He's dropped. Rob, the guy dropped. I think probably dropped like 150 points, like over five games, something like that. Like, yeah, that's a, yeah. That's got the record for the um for most. I think I think maybe only Magic's got the most points for that his first five games or something like that. But yeah, we knew yeah. Luca was a demon, but yeah, yeah, he's he's cold. He's cold. The kid's cold. He can play. I, like I wish the Mavs didn't play the Clippers. I wish they had played someone else, like, like, just so they could go a bit further. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They might still go further, like not even to speak. Oh, them Griffins get sacked. He gets sacked. The the, the minute they <laughs> like if they get knocked out. Yeah, that interview he's he's as he's talking, he'll he will just get a text saying you're fired, like literally. Yeah, literally. yeah but yeah, I, I think I think I think the Mavs are, have played out of their skin. They've been coached well. Um, it shouldn't be as close. It should literally be probably be a four-one. If anything, Luca gives them one game and it's like, okay, cool. We've seen Luke Luca's promise. He can come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then to to have Pippin. Two games and it's like people are even saying your favorites is mad. Yeah, I wanna I wanna end on. There's one more game I wanna end on. One more mm. series because I think that's another big one. Um, but I don't think it's been as highlighted. But OKC versus Rocket series is two two right now. Yeah, yeah. And what the resurgence of Chris Paul versus? Yeah. He's been good Hart. all season. But like that's another big one in the sense of like yo the Rockets I know we've seen the Rockets here before or they'll they might just easily win but like yeah. the Rockets' futures on the line 
you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You've got the, James Harden's whole legacy right now is on the line because after the first two games, we thought this is going to be a sweep. Like, I thought, wow, like they didn't even need Russ. Yeah. But right now, Russ ain't there. Harden's by himself. He's still putting in work. He's putting in his numbers. But, bro, like, it's literally I can't really call a favor on that now on that series. I don't no, know. If he no, can. no, it's back and forth. It's back and forth. Like oh, oh the thing is OKC have been balling all year, bro. So yeah, when they went 2 0 down, I thought, oh, no. maybe it was one of them things. It's just kind of like it's just a good season type of thing, isn't it? But then the way they've balled this year, brother, like it makes sense. Like people like because remember they come back two games. They've leveled games, it to make it bro. two two. To have um, James Harden pushing stuff over after the game, you know. <laughs> but they've pulled out. They've pulled out. Like, and and the thing is, they probably thought, okay, cool, we'll take um, CP3, uh, probably be a, a a lottery team this year, get a good pick, bro. They're not getting no picks this year, <laughs> brother. Like, uh, they might all go like, cause who they would play? They'd play the Lakers most likely. Whoever wins this one, yeah. I don't think they could t- take the Lakers, but to get to round two with what we thought was going to happen at the beginning of the season, like that is an achievement and a, and a half. Like we have to yeah. give um, yeah. Coach um, Donovan, we have to give him a lot of praise, man. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That Roster, that's another team that's got a lot of players, but it's like they're not. You, you don't really other than that. Cool, we got CP3, but none of the rest of the players are like. Any standout guys, but he's got them playing so well. Yeah, like yeah. a team. Like Dennis Schroeder's been crazy. Um, yeah, he's been Jay hasn't been good, but he's going better the two games they won. Who? Shay. Shay. Yeah, um, yeah. Shay. But, but yeah man. Um, I think that's because like there's no other alter ego. Not alter ego, but there's no other big fish. Big fish. So he's kind of like he gets to run the show type of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? As in, like, and like, for like people, that team must trust him. Do you get that? Like? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, man, I I, I think we should just cut it there because um, yeah, like it's been a big. This is a yeah. This has been a big episode, man. Like yeah, of course. It, I mean, it was necessary. It wasn't even supposed to be this long, but it's been necessary. Yeah, so. like, Thank was, you for listening. If you make it all the way to the end. <laughs> Please, um, a message from a message from the spot. Our sponsors, um, Innocent Smoothies, um, Nike, um, Confraying Jordan. There, yep. Thank you for our sponsors for for helping the show <laughs> continue, to, continue to thrive. <laughs> thank speaking, you, thank you. <laughs> speaking, things, speaking things into existence, isn't it? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. We don't even need. I was gonna say thanks, guys. Sports, thanks, ESPN, mm-hmm. whoever. But, um, <laughs> UK, I just wanna say, like again, like what we've spoken about, from the UK to the rest of the world, to our brothers and sisters in the US, like we're with you. We believe in you. Yeah. Um, we have our love and support. Amen. On this matter, and we'll continue to fight the fight as long as it needs to be doing and beyond exactly. that. Exactly. What's your What's your socials, man? Um, at your inconvenience, and Quetta Catcher on Instagram. Cool. Mine are N One Santana on Twitter, and mm. N, I changed I changed my IG one actually. It's NS dot MBA. Just stress a bit easier. So NS dot MBA on um, IG. You know what, what we are? We're Pickup Game Pod UK. That's on mm. IG and Twitter. 
and you can find this on all streaming platforms and YouTube. Let's get it.